0: Good morning! It is time to get up with the Cowboys, where the D in Big D stands for devastated, disappointed, disgusted, and for Dak, There's a lot to be said, we will say it. Meanwhile, that wasn't a win, it was a Cincinnati statement. We'll tell you exactly what the Bengals quarterback showed the entire world yesterday, and so then there were four. We'll tell you which teams have the inside track for a date in the desert At the Super Bowl, all that and more. Here we go on a Monday, ready to roll. The group is here. Orlovsky is here. Garcia is here. here. Fired up and ready to go. Can the D stand for done? Well, at this moment, Dallas. Done. And let's show you exactly how. That's where it begins. Dak and the Cowboys visiting the 49ers. Second straight year they meet in the playoffs. Dak was dancing early. That wouldn't last. First quarter. Danny, what is this? Late. This is not seeing the field. This is not listening to your feet. This is
1: another giveaway in your own area that hurts your football team.
0: His defense would stand up. though, only give up a field goal. 3-0. Second quarter. Dak, this is a good moment. Dalton Schultz. Yeah, really good drive capped off by a little ball fake bootleg, and then the easy dump off
1: to Dalton Schultz. And then the most drama of the night, RC, the extra point. I
2: was rooting for him. He actually should be excited that this was blocked because it wasn't going
0: in anyway. He was kicking this football to Draymond Green for the Warriors play. (laughs) He would wind up making kicks as the day went on. Then this is where it gets away from Dallas. Tony Pollard goes down. He would not get back up. Turns out it was a broken bone in the leg. Went off with an air cap. Uh, Their season is over, but his would have been anyway. Terrible. Terrible break there for an incredibly important player, and then on the very next play, Dan, what is this? Bad vision by Dak
1: Prescott. You're calling a play versus a certain coverage. You don't get that coverage. He's once again late to
0: Ceedee Lamb. Easy takeaway for San Francisco's defense. Niners a field goal, nine six. San Francisco at the half. Third quarter, tied at nine. Niners driving. RC, here's the play of the night from George Kittle. Listen, you watch this. You get a roll to your left. You're gonna throw the football back across your body.
2: No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly what's happening to Kyle Shanahan on the sideline. George Kittle Woo. is an absolute war daddy, but he shows the grace here in catching this football. if
0: had a chance for a big hit and missed it later in the drive, third and nine on the 20, Purdy under pressure, but he's sacked. But hold on, there's a flag for defensive holding. RC, is this a good call? This is a great call, and also a little acting by George Kittle. Donovan Wilson has
2: to keep his hands clean there.
0: Drive stays alive. Now they go to the fourth quarter, so it's the same drive, but on the other side of the field, and Danny, it's McCaffrey. And Greeny, they got their running game going in the second half. A lot of split-flow zone, really hitting with McCaffrey right down the middle of the field. 16-9. I want you to watch the clock. This is under three minutes to go here for the Cowboys. This is a third down. Dak goes down, so they are forced to punt. When he falls to the ground, there's a little more than two minutes and forty seconds on the clock. Look how much time remains when they punt it. Rex, what is that? Do you have
3: timeouts? Those little things over there, They have three of those things right there. the what time. the hell are we doing? <laughs> and you think
0: they could have used those 30 seconds at the end. They get it back. 33 seconds left. Prescott, Schultz moving backwards, Dan. Doesn't
1: it look like one team knows what the situation yes. is and one doesn't? Ward immediately points saying going backward, clock doesn't stop. And now right on the sideline, you're trying to get just get 10, 15 yards to Schultz. He just gets a little lackadaisical, thinks the right foot
0: is down when he makes the contact with the ball. It's not incompletion. A little nonchalant with your season on the line, yeah. so it comes down to this. Is Zeke Elliott and what may well be uh, his final win. play as a Cowboy uh, that's the last play and you, you, you only do that when
2: it's his final play with the Cowboys. <laughs> he will Niners never play
3: again.
0: It's over again for Dak and Dallas. Just disappointed. As I said, I mean, guys
2: that, that played their asses off defense who gave us an opportunity to win this game, who, who played their, who played hard against a, a really, really good offense, a really good team, and um, for us to only put up the points that we did, that, that's unacceptable, and it starts with me, and um, I, I've got to be better.
3: Our team is, is one that uh, uh, could have handled uh, the situations on anything we had tonight. We came up short. Uh, we're sick. Didn't we're sick. You, what did you think sick. of Sick. That
0: is a bitter defeat, without question. And so, look, there are a million different angles to take on this game. We will take them all. There are a lot of reasons why this happened. But at the end of the day, the biggest is that the Cowboys quarterback was outplayed candidly in a big moment last night. He was flat-out bad. What? Well, here's the first thing that happened last week
2: confused everyone last week made us all think that Brett Maher was the biggest problem that the Dallas Cowboys had and we forgot about the film leading up to that. We forgot about the fact that Dak Prescott was turning the football over more than anyone else in the entire NFL. We forgot that Dak Prescott wasn't seeing the field as well as we've watched him see it throughout the year. And we forgot that Dak Prescott could cost the Dallas Cowboys the game. And that's exactly what he did. The defense was prepared to play. They were prepared to run the football and get the football to Tony Pollard. Obviously, you lose him. Once he's gone, Dak Prescott has to elevate himself to elevate this team. And he did not do that. When you go into this game, I think to myself, these teams are evenly matched. There should be a difference at the quarterback position. One guy should be born, bred, and experienced for this. The other guy, the moment should be too big for
0: him. Well, the moment was too big for one of those guys, and that guy was Hmm. Dak Prescott. How do we explain it, Rex? How do we explain Dak Prescott, who is a player that I know you have believed in over the course of time, and so have I. I am a Dak supporter, but there was no defending him today, Rex. The reason they
3: lost yesterday is because their quarterback played a bad game in the biggest game of the year. Yeah, he played awful. And the thing that that drove me crazy is, I'm watching, I'm like – They have no chance. I'm watching this game and thinking they have no chance. When Pollard went down, I'm like, they have no chance. Why? Because every single pass that Dak Prescott threw, he pitches out of a well. And what I mean is that pocket. See how he stays in the pocket every time? Mm-hmm. What happened to changing his launch point? Yeah. What happened to get this guy in the move? Boy oh, I wonder. Nothing. Boy, wonder is like he put he parking him in the same spot. That's where I want you. By the way, D'Amico Ryan's. I think he's related. Buddy Ryan, Rex Ryan, Ryan. <laughs> that dude had a hell of a game plan and put after. But it's easier. Greeny, the, the biggest question to me moving forward is what the hell happened? This guy took care of the football better than any quarterback in the league being there. All right? He was historic that way. In the red zone, nobody was better. He had great mobility. He was accurate. He's poised, a leader, all that type of stuff. I still see that. But I don't see the rest of it. Yeah. That guy is no longer here. No, but
0: I- he, he does all the non-playing things exactly the way you want. He's a terrific yep. kid. There's nothing bad to be said about Dak Prescott, the human being. But the reality right. is he's paid to be a great quarterback. He's paid to play big in the biggest games, Dan. Give me some tape. Why didn't he do it? Because everything that has shown up this season
1: once again showed up this past weekend. And the reality is the valuing of the football, the handling of the defense, the picking apart coverage, the understanding fronts, getting through progressions, making plays when they're there, Dak has struggled with all of that this season. And it showed up again yesterday. The first interception, watch his hitches. That's when he gets off the ground. One, two three, gets to his almost fourth hitch. At that moment, your feet tell you, get the ball out of your hands to a check down. Do not go to a primary receiver. That's why that ball gets picked off. He's late again, not listening to his feet. This second interception, you're trying to attack quarters coverage. One, two, three. That's a fourth hitch. Everybody on the defense, RC and Rex know this. They've got vision. This is a zone defense. They're watching the quarterback. When your feet do that, and you are listening to your feet, usually by the time you get to your third or fourth hitch, there's two options. Find a check down, take off. Yep. Find a check down or take off. Very rarely is it I can get to a comeback to the outside, or I can get to – because C.D.'s running what we call a jerk route there, mm-hmm. multiple option route. Yeah. He's made his move. Mm-hmm. The defense has watched him make his move. I think this is the reality. I'm not surprised. I'm not by the performance. I've said it all year about him. I think Dak is a good player. He's had a bad year with that stuff. Two things, though, that stand out to me. When I hear Jerry Jones, because I had not heard that sound, when he says, I'm sick, I'm sick, it's a little bit what you said. Jerry realized if they lost, he thought it was going to be because of the injuries on the defense, that they were going to get gutted in the run game, or the corner opposite Trayvon Diggs didn't play good enough. Or you know what? The injuries to the offensive line were going to be the reason we lost.
0: Or the kicker. It wasn't. If that's yeah. what I mean. It wasn't any of, any of those things. right? Yeah. And
1: you talked about the non-playing aspect of Dak Prescott. I think the reality is this. A lot of people, analysts, Cowboys Nation, their fans, their organization, they want the player to match the person. He's a phenomenal person. Yeah. He's a good player. And you want him to be the phenomenal player. But the, that the thing is, the thing, as a is the thing
2: is this though: we talked about this during the season, and I said we have to stop waiting for that, right? We've been, and ever right. since he got the deal, we've been waiting for him to ascend to that next tier—the Patrick Mahomes, the Josh Allen, the Joe Burrow tier—and that's just not who he is. And this is the reason. And I hate to repeat it again. This is the reason we said, "Kellen Moore, think Cooper Rush at quarterback, and allow Dax to pl- Dax to play you outside of the X's and O's." every Every now and again, right? It's not a game that they should have put on that shoulder. But the problem is this. When you build the team around him that you do when CD lamb is truly your, your, your one and only go to receiver when Tony Pollard is actually the guy and he's out. Now you have to be foundational in your play call. You have to find a base in your schematics. And Kellen Moore didn't do that. And so now Dak standing from the pocket had to do all of the things this season, Dan, that you pointed out the regression in. And that regression now has the Dallas Cowboys at home.
3: Yeah, I mean, I look at it this way, man. I mean, look, first off, this offense has absolutely zero creativity. Zero And I mentioned how this guy he's in the pocket, but at one point, Dak Prescott in his career was way better than what he than what he showed. Mm -hmm. You could have put it on his on his back, and and they did. He put him in position uh, during his career. I I see him they're regressing like like crazy that way. No creativity in that offensive scheme, and so to me, you get what you pay for. As soon as look, as soon as the running back went down, Pollard went down. I knew they were going to do, bad list, do. Right.
0: L- Let me make clear what it is you're looking at yeah, on your screen. In the last five years, Ugh. the highest interception rates any player have had in any season. Jameis Winston, that was the legendary thirty for thirty season. Right. Baker Mayfield, the year that he had the head coach who had never seen a football game. And Dak <laughs> Prescott this year. Dak six multi-interception games yeah. this year. Seventeen picks. He threw, it was intercepted at least once in 11 Green, of the he 14, 14 thrown, games he, he threw right. more He should have five yesterday. Yeah, he should have like, thrown five yeah. yesterday.
1: And and that's the down, like that's if you're the Cowboys, you and Rex is right, you have to figure out where do we go now with this situation. Because yeah, you have to be honest, this is a guy, seventh season. This is a seventh year. Rook, Baker Mayfield was a rookie. Jameis Winston, I think, was in his fifth year then. Jameis has always been a gunslinger. He's always So you watch this player. The last two seasons, they've played against San Francisco in the playoffs. They've needed to score 18 and 20 to win either of those games. They had 21 drives in those two games against the San Francisco 49ers. 21 drives. They've got three touchdowns and three turnovers. All three of those interceptions. Yesterday against Brock Purdy, and I love Brock, they both, on third down, Dropped back to pass 13 times yesterday. Yeah. Six times Brock Purdy converted to a first down, two by Dak Prescott. Brock Purdy's QBR in that situation was a 71. Dak was a five, a five. Where do you go now, if you're Dallas? So, so, so here's the uh, here's the other
2: piece of that. And and I agree, right? When you look at Brock Purdy, you could compare him to Dak Prescott, you expect Dak Prescott to out execute him. But let's not act like Kyle Shanahan and Kellen Moore are the same humans hauling plays. Or putting these guys in those uh, situations. Let's not act like there's Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel and George Kittle and Christian McCaffrey. When you watch this game, yes, a ton of this is on Dak because it's still about decision making. Right. It's still about putting the football in the right position. But he wasn't put in positions to succeed, if you ask me. And once once we get Tony Pollard injured and he's in the locker room, you got to do something different. And I believe Dak Prescott needed to be different as well. But where was Kellen Moore, where was the adjustments to find
1: a way to get easy plays? Because it wasn't out there, Dan. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like we're, we're, we're I feel like you guys are trying to heap all this on Kellen or the majority Hold of it. Off. No. I can I can tell you straight up. The, if you the, want, the show didn't start with
2: Kellen Moore, but what happens is we continue to say these things and we always we always look at the offensive coordinators right. or the head coaches that call plays and we give them all of this praise, right? There isn't a quarterback that plays for San Francisco where we don't talk about Kellen Moore. Sure. And now we see Brian Dayball go to New York and we take so we give him So much positive praise about what's going on with Daniel Jones. Well, what about when we know a player is one thing and he's no longer that thing? Yes, obviously we have to speak about him. But when does the coach become accountable to helping
1: him out of those things? Well, we can't in one mouth say or out of one mouth Say, well, this is the number one offense in the NFL since Dak's come back to hang 30-plus on everybody and all these explosive plays. And then the same thing, say, well, Kellen didn't do enough. I can tell you this. Watching that game, I got six plays where I sit there and I go, man, that's big time by Brock Purdy. Like, Brock Purdy, trust what he's – I don't have a single play from Dak Prescott that I sat there and go, good play. So it can't all be on. There's Mr. Go to the drive. (laughs) Daniel,
2: nobody's saying it's all on Kellen Moore. (laughs) What we're we're saying is he's a
0: part of it. Uh, Here's what I will say. I know he's your friend. And we know how you treat friends. I I will make you happy, Dan. You ready? (laughs) I'll say it. The Dallas Cowboys lost, and their season is over last night because their quarterback played terribly in a huge game. Absolutely. Done. That's the end of the sentence. Absolutely. A it's lot true. of other things happened last night, but that's the primary one. And, Rex, one of the things we talked about, I spent all week here talking about it, was that they finally used him as athleticism yeah. last week against Tampa. They used him getting out of the pocket. They used him moving around. They used him running the ball. He had a season-high seven. Where the heck was that well, last night? Grinny, that's what confused me. Maybe he doesn't want to do- well I don't Maybe. care what he wants I, I mean, to do.
3: But I, don't want him, I don't give a damn are Don't give a damn. That's what I'm saying, because I'm like you, Greeny, I was looking for more of that. Look, this defense that they played is outstanding. It's also the same defense gave up 500 yards to uh, the, to the Raiders. Yeah, Jared Stidham. So Stitter. tell me, you can't say there's no place to be had. There is too. Do you not watch tape? Like, like I, I don't, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. So Dan, help
0: help Ryan out. This is what RC, I think, what RC is asking. How did Dak Prescott go from someone? who the thing that we primarily praised about him was his pre-snap recognition and all his decision-making to someone you just showed a tape of him, hitch, 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 throw a bad pick. Things that you are telling me and all of us are elementary quarterback mistakes. How does that happen?
1: Uh, I think it's a, a number of things. Number one, he becomes too consumed with CeeDee Lamb. He believes that CeeDee Lamb is the only playmaker that he has. There's definitely a press of, I have to go be perfect. I want to touch on the lack of movement, right? Like the, yeah. I, There are some quarterbacks that just don't want that. They don't want to get – there's two things that Cowboys offense doesn't do. They don't motion a ton, and they don't move bootleg play action a ton. Some quarterbacks sit there and say, I just want to see the picture pre-snap. Just let Joe Burrows like that. Right. The Bengals don't do a lot of movement with Joe because Joe wants to see the whole picture. And, and they, Joe has monsters on I the outside. I agree right. with you. But there's some quarterbacks that sit there and go, I don't want my back to be turned to the defense. I don't want the motion to go across because then it's going to change what the coverage might be or change what the protection rules might be. I know they used to do it. They don't do it as much anymore. I can't tell you exactly the reason why,
3: right. but some quarterbacks but, just don't but, like But that's it. my point is, this was who he was. I agree. And, and it's the same thing when I, when I saw, see Russell Wilson's play decline. Russell used to move. Now he's not. Why? Like, you know, to me, it's like, Dak, you're, he's a young guy. Yes, Russell's and, and, a lot it. And, and we saw last week, you mentioned it, Greeny, seven times he got on the move. It, it was frustrating to me as a fan, and I picked Dallas. I thought they'd win that game.
2: RC, why are you man? Sh- because Man, because 50 Cent once said about people that make albums Many for themselves – Keep them at your house, right? We don't make albums for ourselves. And quarterbacks don't make decisions based on themselves. I don't care what you want to do. I don't care what you like to do. If you're Dak Prescott, and we know as the person, the person is pristine. The person wants to win. If you have a conversation and you say, Dak, this is the way that you can play better, this is the way that our offense operates better, then let's do it. Let's put on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers film and say, these are the things that worked well and here is why they work. Right. And let's do some of those things. When you look at this game plan, I'm not just putting it on Kellen Moore. If Dak Prescott didn't want those things, Dak Prescott is wrong. If Dak Prescott doesn't understand that sitting in the pocket and diagnosing defense, anticipating and executing is not what you've done well this year, then you're wrong. I agree. And being that wrong is why you're at your house, because the things that you had been asked to do since returning from injury, you weren't good at. It doesn't matter how many explosive plays you can create if you continue to put your defense and your team in bad situations because of decision-making. And the reason, and I agree with you, and I agree with you with this, and it's not Kellen Moore. The reason that these two evenly matched teams and have played a game where one is home and one is not, it's because one quarterback out-executed the other, and that quarterback was Mr. Irrelevant. And
1: and that's the reality for Dak and the Cowboys is Dak had become this fourth-round pick that was the starting quarterback, and then he earned his contract because he was consistently good. Like every week, and I remember Dominique Foxworth said it. Dom said something like, don't get bored or don't take for granted how consistent Dak is. But when you lose the consistency, he doesn't have special makeup right. plays. 100%. You know, In like where, where, like Josh Allen has that. Right. Josh is going to have some plays you go, what the heck, Josh? But then he's got three or four plays you go, oh, my goodness, you're the only person on the planet that can make that. Dak doesn't have that to his game, so he's got to find a way, and the Cowboys
0: have to find a way to get him back to that boring consistency. All right, I have to leave it here for just this moment. I'm taking a short Break. We have barely scratched the surface on this game. We gotta talk about the coach and his future. We gotta talk about the quarterback's future. We gotta talk about the team that won. And then we gotta talk about a young man who, in an already spectacular young career, John Snow! took it to a That's whole a new level yesterday. Right there. Joe Burrow was as good yesterday as just about anyone has been in a long time. We will get to there. Plus, the one word that Shefty used over the weekend that could change everything. Don't go anywhere. We are jammed on a Monday. Get up on ESPN. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals that's dell.com slash deals shopping for mother's day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute but macy's gift finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for mother's day whether you're shopping for your sister's first mother's day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Roll it along, and there's one person you want to hear from this morning. Take it away, Stephen A. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
1: What? <laughs>
0: Did I tell you? It's over. He will be here live with us in our second hour
3: today. We will talk
0: it all over with Stephen A. More on the disaster for Dallas. Will they ever win it all with this quarterback and this coach? Meanwhile, that wasn't a win. It was a Cincinnati statement. We'll tell you exactly what their quarterback showed the world yesterday. Next, get up on ESPN. All nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify?
3: It starts with me.
2: I've got to be better and no excuses for that. Prescott back deep out to the left. It's intercepted at the 30-yard line. Dallas has turned it over twice today for six points. That's unacceptable. The guys put me in a position to, to go win the game and I, I wasn't able to do that.
0: You got to go 94 yards. And this game is over and so is the
2: Cowboys season.
0: All right, we are back on Get Up, and we spent the first 20 minutes of our show talking about the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, and that conversation will continue because there's no question the number one story coming out of last night is that Dak Prescott played badly and was outplayed by a rookie who was the last pick in last year's draft. Yeah. There are other reasons the Cowboys won last night, the final minutes. Uh, for the second lost. three Yeah, years. lost. Yeah, lost. And, yeah, what did I say? You a yeah, Sorry. You yeah, right now, you're just willing it. You can't <laughs> will it anymore, Griffin. Yeah, They done. You they go. Wanting it. I tried so hard. To yeah, yeah, that there's there never there been, been a better moment year. on this show. <laughs> uh, there are other reasons why they lost last night. And many people will ask about the coach. When you see all the time that went off before they punted that football, when you see the somewhat lackadaisical uh, plays on the final drive, not getting out of bounds the correct way, not getting your feet down the correct way, what looked like an absolutely terrible final play, how much blame deserves to be placed on Mike McCarthy today, Rex?
3: Well, I mean, as a head coach in those situations, you're the guy that that has it. So to me, yeah, I mean, he's got to call timeout before they punt the ball. Mm -hmm. That was absolutely ridiculous. He didn't do it. Um, That's a huge mistake. But I know what what you're coming to, Greedy. I know everybody is is saying, what, RC? What are they saying? What are they saying? Right now they're saying, is
2: Mike McCarthy going to be the coach? And here's what we know. Mike McCarthy's not changing. That Prescott is not changing. What is that natural progression to win a Super Bowl? And if you had an infinite amount of time, you can allow Mike McCarthy to get there. Jerry Jones does not. And Jerry Jones doesn't want to win a Super Bowl. Jerry Jones needs to win a Super Bowl. But he is making this decision based on mortality. Not the mortality of their Super Bowl window, but his actual, literal mortality. How many years do I have to live to see my team win a Super Bowl? And that means he can't wait. Hmm. That means that Jerry Jones doesn't get tomorrow. Jerry Jones doesn't get next week. Jerry Jones, for sure as hell, doesn't get two or three years from now. So Jerry Jones is going to make this decision based on what he needs, on what he needs to feel alive, on what he needs to feel whole. And that is a championship. The man got more money than anybody in the NFL. But he wants another ring.
3: And, see, that was where, at first, when we talked about it this morning, I was like, there's no way they're going to fire this guy with 12 wins. When R.C. said that, I'm like – Look, I know this about Jerry Jones. He, he, cut, his, he cut his right arm off yeah. to win another Super Bowl. And so you know what? Is that right arm Sean Payton? I don't know. Well,
0: the last time his team huh. was in the NFC Championship game, he was basically the age I am now, uh, back when they were winning Super Bowls. Uh, and that's God a very, lead. very long time. Yeah. Well, just think about that. So I agree with you. It, it, would, would Sean Payton make a difference? If Sean Payton was coaching this team, would Dak Prescott look different than he did last night?
1: I would, I would imagine yes, because Sean Payton is such a phenomenal offensive mind, the way he sees things. I think the question is, does Jerry Jones have the same onions as Howie Roseman? Mm. Howie Roseman, who's the general manager for the Eagles mm. a couple years ago, Woo. decided, you know what, I don't like the way this is looking. I'm going to fire Doug Peterson, and I'm going to get rid of Carson Wentz. Mm. And I think a lot of us, myself included, was like, wait, what? What are you doing? You're firing a head coach that is a phenomenal coach. Won you a Super Bowl, what a right? Super Bowl. Carson Wentz, you just gave him a gajillion dollars, and – I thought he was going to be a tremendous player for the future. And Howard Roansman said, no. You think Philly's happy with that decision now? As as they sit here blowing the doors off the Giants this past weekend? I don't necessarily think that's the way for the Cowboys. But to your point, Darcy, time ain't on his side. And if he wanted to get done... Maybe he goes, I gotta be more like Philly. Listen, I gotta be more like Howie Roseman and blow the whole thing listen, up. Listen, in the movie Fallen, Denzel
2: Washington is chasing the demon, right? And time is on my time is on your side, is playing, and he touches people and he jumps into different people. Yeah. They need to touch somebody else. <laughs> Jerry Jones <laughs> need to go touch another coach. And listen, Mike McCarthy did only a, Sean Mike, Payton, right? Mike McCarthy only did a phenomenal job no this year. I thought he coached video. extremely well. He made this team better than I they agree. were last year. Again, you fail in the end. Again, at the end of the game, you look like you have not practiced those situations. And whoever that falls on, it ends on the head coach. Yep. If Jerry Jones wants to see a championship in his life lifetime,
0: the rest of it, I believe he's going to have to make a very difficult decision. Oof. Yeah. And that decision might be to hire Sean Payton, who I'll remind you has been on his staff. They know each other well, which means that Sean also knows some of the peculiarities of taking that job where Jerry Jones has a weekly radio show. What hey, is talking for to everybody 20 about to 25 million? You, I will take a job with the freaking crypt keeper. I'll
1: take it. For I 19. do
0: not. <laughs> Rex is ready to go. Okay. Much more on that game as we continue. But next, To a game that was not a win. It was a statement. First and foremost. What a beautiful moment. DeMar Hamlin back in Buffalo. A- acknowledging the crowd. They acknowledged him. That mm. in and of itself was wonderful and we leave it unto itself. Then the game began. And our scene, mm. your guy, Joe Burrow, was spectacular. From the beginning of the uh. game, Joe
2: Burrow was locked in and we saw it on the first two drives. That was the opening drive. Here's the second. A
1: little bit of a fake screen mm. to the perimeter and then there's that hole yep. shot to your tight end replacing that cover two
0: corner. We didn't know it, but the game was over then. <laughs> second quarter. Second down. Here's one good moment for the Bills. Yeah, you love the ball fake or the shoulder fake to move the safety a little bit inside.
1: Then the rip to the hole shot again to Shakir. And then Josh Allen takes himself off tackle for a quarterback
0: sneak a little edge 14-7. at the 14-7. The Bengals' dominance was not fully reflected in the score. So you wondered, well, maybe that'll change things. No, it did not. Joe Mixon punching it home.
1: Here's the reality. The Bengals' offensive line physically
0: dominated the Buffalo Bills' yeah.
1: defensive line in the run game.
0: Now yep. here's Josh Allen on a fourth down. Desperation. When you see a quarterback in the pocket just bouncing
2: around trying to find somebody. That lets you know that they're not on the same page with their receivers, and we
0: saw this the entire day. Game's already over at the end. Final minute down 17. Punctuation is this. Allen intercepted. Bengals beat the Bills, and it was a sound beating. Burrow, 242 yards and two touchdowns. Here was Joe after the game with Tracy Wolfson of CVS.
1: Yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder, everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds.
0: Oh, my <laughs> God. How is that number? <laughs> uh,
1: Boy, nothing like when oh, that Louisiana rub off on you, man. Oh, <laughs> man. Gotta love
0: that, man. I'm a 39-year-old man, and I want to be like Joe.
1: Yeah. That's embarrassing. I'm We're a tossing.
0: 55-year-old man, and I want to be like <laughs> Joe. Uh, what, what's the first thing you said to us this morning in our meeting today about Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in football.
1: Mm. Okay. Now... Let me be very clear with what I'm saying, okay? Chiefs fans. Patrick Mahomes, best player. He's the most talented player in the NFL, and he's the most dynamic weapon. Joe Burrow's the best quarterback in football. When it comes to quarterbacking, when it comes to yep. understanding play calls, when it comes to understanding what you have to do with the football, when it comes to understanding what the defense is, when it comes to understanding pocket manipulation, when it comes to timing and rhythm and accuracy and ball play, uh, Joe Burrow's the best. Mm-hmm. He's the standard right now, and you saw it again yesterday, early on in this game. Look at this. Right now, you stand there as a quarterback. You're like, okay, this looks like man coverage, but the guy that's covering the slot is actually going to spin back. They're going to go to a Tampa two, which is a zone defense. I got one person to throw the Football two on third down here. Ball out right now, left shoulder. See that ball placement? That's quarterbacking. Second and 10, I get a short in up top. Nickel drives it, can't throw it there. And now I got a shallow and a deep over. When I get clear out the safety, everything's off this backside backer. Come, one hitch, reset, dump the ball over the top. But watch his head, right? This is like this is connecting dots. Short in, I'm peeking to the left. Terminator style, snap my head back and don't waste, don't hesitate, don't waste time. Ball out perfectly placed. The, the, the consistency with what Joe does, and the way I'll say it is this, the fascinating part is all the stuff that Patrick, Josh Allen, Lamar, yeah. Jalen Hurts do, guys, you can't do that stuff. That, they're outliers when it comes to so much of their stuff. All the stuff that Joe does, you can but he's the only one who does. Mm. <laughs> That's the thing that fascinates me about
0: Joe Burrow. And, and, and Rex, there's a category of quarterback. You and I, as the, the sort of the older ones at this table here, it, it, it'll, it, it brings to mind Tom Brady. It who wasn't the most skilled. It brings to mind Joe Montana, uh, with the same name, the Joe and the cool and all that kind of stuff. He doesn't look like the Hulk. He doesn't look like Superman. He just does everything exactly right.
3: Yeah, and to me, when I look at Joe Burrow, he has the charisma and Namath. yeah, yep. yeah. All right. And if he doesn't remind you of Tom Brady, I went against Tom Brady a hundred times, mm-hmm. got beat on it, 99 times. <laughs> that's who that sucker reminds me of. And you talk about, like, great players elevate the play of, of, of all, all their teammates. Well, he does that. But you know who else he elevated? Everybody in his building. Yeah. This is a once-in-a-lifetime right. player. And he came to Cincinnati in great circumstances, a perfect player for for that franchise. This guy, uh, he's amazing. And Tom Brady does the same darn thing in New England. And so, to me, that's who this guy is. Good luck. Everybody's going to have to face this cat for the next billion years. I don't know if it gets six Super Bowls, but he's going to get a bunch there, of them.
2: There are There are a lot of times where people have to tell you who you are. Where we get to sit up here and say, well, this is who this guy is. And then he starts to feel it. They believe in me. My coaches believe in me. The outside world thinks I'm the greatest. Joe Burrow thought he was this dude before he was. When he was 16 touchdowns and five interceptions at LSU, he acted like this, and I hated him. Because <laughs> I was like, bro, like you, you every trash, think. and you act like this. And then I watched him throw some footballs and camp the next year, and I said, oh, wow, I didn't know he had this. And then you see what happens in 2019, and now you see him change the Cincinnati Bengals organization. He is an organizational changer, right? He did the same thing in college. He's done the same thing for the Cincinnati Bengals. And I agree with Dan. And I sent him a tweet yesterday. I said, Dan, am I wrong? I think Patrick Mahomes and and I think Josh Allen, like you said, Jalen Hurts, can do some things that truly, truly put me in awe. Yeah. Joe Burrow fascinates me yeah. because all the things that you want to teach, he does better than everybody else. And then there are other things that he's now teaching coaches that you should tell your quarterback because I do them so well. Joe Burrow is going to be a clinic tape for the next two decades yeah. because they're going to say, yeah, I know you want these dudes to throw no looks. I know you want these dudes on third and four to run over linebackers. Let me tell you how you can get to a place where you don't need them.
0: Teach them this. Yes. And that's why yes. they're in the AFC Championship You said again. it here Friday. That the words you see on your screen from RC here Friday, he's playing the quarterback position. Better than anybody? Better than anybody, which is what yeah. Dan just said. Right. Look, who's going to bet against that kid going into Kansas City or... anywhere else right now. Meanwhile, as we continue, you hear Shafty over the weekend? He used one word to describe the Aaron Rodgers situation that could change everything. You will hear what that one word was. Plus, fly, Eagles, fly. Can anyone beat Jalen and the Birds? Did you hear who his coach compared him to? Oh, we are rolling along on a Monday. Get up on ESPN. Alright, time for your morning wake-up call. Niners only needed one touchdown last night. Here's how it sounded on the Niners radio. McCaffrey goes left. Ebo goes in motion. Right. Purdy out of the shotgun. Kittle and Juszczyk are right. Ayuk uh, the other side. Hand off McCaffrey.
1: Touchdown!
2: San Francisco!
0: Early fourth quarter and that was all she wrote. So San Francisco now goes to Philly for a trip to the Super Bowl. Caesars has the Eagles, a slight home favorite, but Phillies coach Nick Sirianni is feeling confident with Jalen Hurts under center. Listen to this comparison. To have him out there is like, I know this is high
1: praise, but to have him out there is like having, I I shouldn't even go there, but like his having like Michael Jordan out there. Like he's your leader. He's your leader. He's your guy. He's your, like... Like that's hopefully that's the biggest respect I can pay to him. Uh, compare, <laughs> comparing to his ability to be in on
0: the field uh, to a, to a Michael Jordan type. Look how hard he tried not <laughs> to say that. <straight>. <laughs> <laughed deep. laughs> <When his, laughs>
2: what, what is your as read? someone who has watched The Last Dance yeah. twenty six point five times? Yeah, that is high praise. I guess, <laughs> like and 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 the reason that's high praise is from what Jalen Hurts came from. Right? Like, okay. like all of the extra stuff, all of the, in, the, the intangibles, we knew he had. But that means you look at his skill level that way. And Nick Sirianni isn't some new fresh-faced quarterback coach yeah. that's okay. just sitting in the room. He's seen great players in this league. And here's why I think he says that. If you don't lose Jalen Hurts this year and play with Garner Minshew, I don't believe you have that sort of reverence mm. and respect mm-hmm. for what he means for your team. And then when you put him back on the field and you not only see how your offense operates, you see how people react to him. Right. When black Jesus walked onto a court, it was different. He could be walking, chewing gum, have the knee brace on that wasn't even pulled up over his knee because he actually didn't have a knee injury, right?
0: And when he walked out there, you knew you had a problem. Yeah. And that's what's going on with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, Mike, look, Michael Jordan, to be clear, Michael Jordan was the player of the year in college basketball. He won a national championship as a freshman by making the game-winning and shot. And they still picked we Sam all Bowie. Saw it. He, he, they picked Sam Bowie ahead of him in Portland. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Dan, Jalen Hurts. We, we what? show us what he did. Yeah, I think we took Jalen for granted a little bit yeah. because he was out a little oh. bit. Cindy, can we
1: put it in? Like, I want to do this tape from behind. Okay, this <laughs> yeah. Everybody's job is so much easier with this. We're reading that backside end. Now, first of all, you see the space with the formation. He goes out, I hand it off. If he attacks that back, I keep it myself. Jalen Hurts, very good vision on 51. He claps. Now, look, the space allows Jalen to become the ball carrier. Think how much easier everybody's job is. Now, I'm going to read this backside defender again. I'm putting that guy in conflict. If he goes outside, great, I'm going to hand the football off. If he follows the ball, I get to keep it and become a passer for Jalen Hurts. Eyes on 51. Look at he's covering a guy. Look how everybody's job is so much easier. The space and the angles that the offensive line has. Here it comes again. Very simple concept. Very same play. I'm going to read that backside defender. If he goes against the pass this time, handoff. If he now wants to become a run defender, I get to keep it if I'm Jalen Hurts, Dallas Goddard, Wyden. Guys, look how much easier. Every Everybody's job is because Jalen Hurts is the guy, and I want everyone at home to really conceptualize. That's really hard to do. He's the only guy in the NFL that can run that offense, the decision-making that has to yeah. happen. you got to be right all the time because if you're wrong, you're getting your head taken off. They ran like six plays against the Cowboys, but those six plays against have like four guy. different options. Excuse me, the Giants. Four di- there's like 25 plays
3: in those six plays. Can I say something? Yeah. It's amazing how – we went from now we have Michael Jordan. At, be, at the beginning of the year, were we thinking we had Steve Kerr? Yeah. Nope.
0: yeah. <laughs> now yeah. Because they
3: sat back and there were questions <laughs> about this man. <laughs> and that's what's amazing to me about how far this guy's come. But you're right. That offense looked almost unstoppable yes. in that game. But here's the scary thing moving yeah. forward. Yeah. It's their defense, too. They don't. We haven't seen a team rush the like I don't know how like you stopped their defense, yeah. man. Man, since he, my dad was coaching the Bears. Uh,
0: but Rex, we'll talk more about this as we go, because I know when you were coaching defense, you hated the quarterbacks who could beat you with their legs. Right now he's doing that as effectively as any quarterback in the sport. Okay, more yep. on all that as we go, but we got to get to Shafty from the weekend. Were you watching on Saturday? Lord knows I was. Uh, in Green Bay, the future of Aaron Rodgers promises to dominate headlines again. We know he signed the extension last year. We know he'll turn 40 in December. If you missed it, here was Shefty on the future. Both sides are fully aware that a trade is a
1: very real scenario this offseason season For Aaron Rodgers, the Packers are expected to move on from certain players, which Aaron Rodgers probably will not like. The issue here will be the $110 million left on his contract and which team could afford it. But there is a real possibility that at some point this offseason, Aaron Rodgers is going to be traded.
0: Okay. I ask for so little. I have so little. I have waited my whole life I for so this. I, I'm not old enough to have seen number 12 in green win a championship. I'm willing to take it now. Please, RC, if you have any, you know him well. I, I know you and Aaron have a relationship. You have your little thing that you had in the Super Bowl and all that kind of stuff. If Aaron Rodgers could come to the Jets, you will see me, the happiest you have ever seen me in the 20 years that I have known you. Aaron Rodgers, tell me what's <laughs> going to happen. Aaron Rodgers don't want that smoke in don't the back. Don't watch some ah, no, smoke. Watch smoke is what
2: I want. He don't want to see Patrick. No. He don't want to see Josh. No. He don't want to see Joe. No. Like Aaron Rodgers used to be that guy, right? Aaron Rodgers was the dude, like, man, we don't know if we want to go to the NFC North because Aaron Rodgers is there. Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to come over there and play against those dudes. Now, I will say this. If you have Aaron Rodgers, you guys are a playoff team. Oh, yeah. Man. If you have Aaron Rodgers, be playing I the believe, championship. I believe you have an opportunity to win a
3: championship. I don't That's think it. he
2: comes, Greeny. I don't believe that Aaron Rodgers wants to be a New York Jet. RC, I'm
3: going to look at it this Call way. Him. Right now, number one, Woody Johnson, he got deep pockets. Come on, Woody, step up, let's go. Now, the other thing is, Greeny, it's you, it's me, and the rest of this Jet Nation. Right. Man, I don't care. I want... Billboards by where Aaron <laughs> Rodgers lives. lives. I want the Jets, want you. Yeah, I don't care about all these other teams. Aaron, they don't even want you. They don't want you in Green Bay. You don't they don't know want that. you with I'm saying it. I don't <laughs> care. They don't want you in, in Vegas or wherever. We want you with the Jets. Come on, let's do it. If he goes to
1: the Jets, they automatically become a playoff football team. No question. Oh. Does Rodgers have a playoff clause? or a trade clause Mm. where he says he gets to say where he can go because he's not going to the NFC. Four realistic teams in the AFC, four realistic teams. There's the Jets, there's the Titans, there's the Colts, and there's the Raiders. Those are the only four teams that are realistic Mm. options for Aaron Rodgers. If you're Green Bay – who gives you the best compensation? Does Aaron want to go to a certain place? I have a question. Are you saying he doesn't want to go to the Jets because of New York? Or he doesn't want to go to the Jets because it's no. the AFC? I, I think he will be fine in New York. I don't know if he wants to see all of those the quarterbacks. The AFC, the juggernaut. Yeah, it, but
2: he might not have of, a say.
3: Yeah.
1: The, the Packers aren't going to trade him in conference. NFC, no chance. Good luck. No chance. Good luck. Yep. So he might not have a say.
2: Well, he's going to end his career with one championship
3: then. He oh, could. I don't believe it! Come on, to the, look. Here's one thing you he doesn't want the to Jets. See, Look, he doesn't want to see the Jets defense. Who's the play caller though for the Jets? That's the question. Hey, we got we can go Nathaniel Hackett. His, his best Hall. friend. Hall. His best friend Nathaniel Hackett. Dang right. to they're best
0: friends. Absolutely. He did a brilliant job this year Cobb in Denver. Was his best friend. Now you're giving him best friends too. Oh, he was he Rick was brilliant in Denver this too. year. Nothing was his fault. Whatever <laughs> happens, Aaron, you can stay in my house. Just come. We will do. That's tampering. What's that? That is
2: tampering. And you lied earlier. You said you don't have much. You got, got a lot. heck of a
0: lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm, willing, I'm willing to give it all to him. Aaron, it's all anything you want. <laughs> it's yours. Please. I've waited all my life. All right. As we continue, the D in Big D stands for <laughs> devastated, disappointed, disgusted, and mostly for Dak. There's a lot to be said, and we're going to say it next. Get up on ESPN.